they've got that video component that does make it different. Yeah. But I think, you know, once you're on one of those platforms, you're basically connected to all of them because they have a profile. They have your profile. They know who you are. Mm -hmm. They know what you, they know where your political views are. They have, they have specific targeted ads for you. Mm -hmm. I have Chrome. I have Google Chrome and I was able to install a anti-Facebook ad. Um, So none of the ads pop up on my Facebook. Um, And I think it's great. Yeah, I noticed a lot of these um, blockers, uh, they're, they're really helpful. Um, they've been popping up, <laughs> no, no pun intended, but they are, yeah. they are definitely out there for people to, to avoid these kind of things. You know, I know YouTube has it too, where you could block the commercials on YouTube. I think there's one yeah. too. There's, yeah, there's, a, there's ad block. I have that, in, I have that as an extension yeah. just to get rid of ads because that's how, that's how they're targeting you and that, that stops their revenue. If you get ad block, Mm-hmm. It, they don't get paid because they're they're getting money from ads. So right, people don't realize a lot of. I mean, more people know now than before, but there's still a nice portion of people who don't realize how their data is used to not only be mined, but it's used to 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 make wealth for other people, and how that wealth never comes back to you. So and now that your privacy also is going along with that, you know, like throwing the baby out with, with the bathwater. It's like it's. It's just, people don't realize how special that is until you start getting censored on these platforms or you say the wrong thing or you talk to the wrong person or you just have a different perspective on something. So many um, YouTubers um, have been censored or face people on Facebook have been just completely shut out of the Facebook altogether. Yeah. So for um, one, like maybe a title or something. Somebody, somebody on my timeline today was making a big stink about where's the first amendment. Because apparently they shared something about how to properly wear a mask. Okay. And they were that their post was flagged and taken down. What if it was flagging it? Some uh, somebody, I guess somebody didn't like yeah. the way she she described putting on the mask. Or maybe <laughs> one of these maybe it's one of these folks that don't believe in wearing a mask, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um and basically what Facebook does is if 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 they if you get flagged a lot. They can suspend your profile. They can suspend you, right? Okay. Um, I posted a I posted a video. See, this is where time sucks because I can't remember anything. It might have been two years ago now, mm-hmm. um, but I posted this video, and what it basically the video was basically showing was a, how a so how so how women are treated, mm-hmm. but it was an alternate universe where the main character is a man who mm-hmm. gets treated the way a woman would get treated in our universe so the guy would walk around he would get you know uh cat call yeah they would the the woman would slap his butt Mm -hmm. and i got reported for that what i was reported for that somebody on my timeline reported it for me um reported it from and uh it was taken down and i was given a strike and i was like what the heck (laughs) and and the thing was i couldn't even remember what i put up so I had to go back and like man, like go through my, what I posted, yeah. and then I was like, "That's what I got." Somebody reported me for that, mm-hmm. um, and and I get it. I do get it because the video, it's not a fun video. Mm-hmm. It is. It is. It it could be triggering for a lot of people. Right. Um, and what I was when I posted it, it wasn't for me to trigger anyone. It was for me to, sh- you know, show an alternate universe of what would happen, what, what happens mm-hmm. to women on our, on our side, you know, 
if, you know, how would you like to be treated if that was you? Right. And it was, and, and it, the fact that it was happening to a man in that video, I think that's what I was trying to convey. But um, somebody didn't like that. They didn't like that. They reported my, my post video was taken down. I mean, the video, the YouTube video, it's still on YouTube. Right. Um, but I think it's, you know, I, I just think it was powerful. Someone thought it was triggering or not worth it. And, right. you know, I got reported. Um, but since then, I mean, I've eased up on, on sharing stuff. Yeah. Um, because I'm, I'm, I'm tired of, and you know, a lot of folks, mm -hmm. I want, I, I do want to have a dialogue, but a lot of times other people don't want to do that. They just want to hear their ideas yeah. echo. echo. Mm -hmm. And, and I think we spoke about this last time. I used to be like that too. You know, I didn't really want to sit down and talk with someone who supports Trump, but as I, as I've gotten, I guess, more mature, I've, I've learned that those folks wouldn't want to sit down and talk to me either way because mm -hmm. I, I mean, some of them would, some of them would, yeah. I don't want, I just don't want to cast off a, a, a million people like that. But I think a majority of them don't, they don't care. Mm -hmm. um, and if they do, they're sitting down just to hear, just, to, just so that we can hear their argument. Right. Just to indoctrinate you probably. Have you heard exactly. about the guy who talks to um, the African American dude who goes to um, KKK rallies? And he talks to the kid. Yeah, I do. Yeah, I do. Um, David, right? David, that guy, there, there's another guy. I, I, it might be the same guy. But he came to, there's a guy who came to BMCC um, my freshman year who went around to different, you know, uh, KKK rallies, um, different, you know, White Lives Matter kind of things. Yeah. And he would be there and talk to those folks. And I remember when I was, listening to him talk he was in the richard harris terrace and i'm like this guy is a fool because mm -hmm. why are you putting yourself in these situations where they're dehumanizing you yeah right right um but that was when i was you know and, and sometimes i still think of, think like that um you know it's it's tough it's a tough mentality to break right especially when you're putting yourself in harm's way it's exactly yeah, yeah. I mean, but if it wasn't for Breaking people like lines, that then. If it wasn't for folks like that who visit our school, it, it's almost like that would have been a fantasy, right? Like, yeah. I'm not going to walk into a KKK rally. You know what I mean? Yeah, you know what? Um, and the same is true for the other end. Mm -hmm. uh, when, I, when, I was in, when I was at City College, the former prime minister or somebody important up in the government for Israel was in the campus and... Uh, there was a lot of a lot of a lot of issues with that because Israel has for decades denied Palestine Palestine as a state denied they deny the word Palestine um thereby therefore you know denying the the lives of the, those folks who live there and the students didn't everything was okay until one student asked the former prime minister um, why, why are they denying the murders of the Palestinian children? And I think the prime minister, even though most politicians are good at speaking, mm -hmm. he, I think he, he, he responded by saying, there's no such thing as a Palestinian. So how could there be murder? How can they be murdered? And that, that set off, that set off 
uh, a lot of the folks in my at school. So mm-hmm. you gotta you gotta keep in mind, right? You're at City College. Right. Uh, they call that the poor man's Harvard. You are in the middle of Harlem. <laughs> right? You're in the middle of a Harlem. You going? <laughs> City College. City College is no is a known college for sticking it to the man, being part of that resistance, right? They had they had a center called the Asada Shakur and Guillermo Morales Center mm-hmm. for, for, for the community. Right. And then you're inviting someone in to this to this to this community mm-hmm. who denies killing people of color. Mm-hmm. I think that was that was that was a that was that was a powder keg waiting to explode. Right. It was bound to happen. Especially said like that. It could have easily right. said something else, you know, something it could have been handled a lot differently. Yeah. It seemed very yeah. emotionally charged. Um it was I think I think it was said to to have an emotional charge. Mm-hmm. Um because students got angry, they protested. Um one of my friends was who's who who was the editor for the newspaper. Uh, he published a lot of things, and then he was approached by the police. That's how far that's how far it went because uh, you know students were people got mad on both ends. Uh, it did get physical, and then what kind of disappointed me, and this is something that I wish I saw better in leadership um, was the was the how the way this was handled. And back then, it was the interim president, uh, Vince Boudreau, who is, the, who, who is the current president of CCNY. And he said something along the lines of, um, it, was, it was embarrassing. He first called it embarrassing, the way we treated the former prime minister or whatever, whatever his title was. Mm-hmm. Um, and how, as a college, we should have this, we should be open to having a discourse. Mm-hmm. And and the problem the problem I have with that, and and th- it, there might be a racial component there, be- because because how dare how dare you say that that the first thing you say it's embarrassing f- for the way students conducted themselves when you invited someone who purposely came to incite violence, mm-hmm. they came to trigger us, um, to, to the other students. And this is something that the other side has constantly done before. Um, there's this great book, um, why, the, uh, why the First Amendment's Under Attack, or something like that. Names are just going out of my brain today. But, but, but let's, let's talk about another situation that, that was pretty close to home. Um, and more recently, um, you know, Suffolk Community College is the largest community college in the SUNY system. That's our, you know, that's our sister university, um, up in uh, over in Suffolk County, Long Island, mm-hmm. and um, they were having an open house, and what uh, during the open house, there was a custodian who decided to wear a MAGA hat. Okay. The county, Suffolk County, where Suffolk County Community College has a lot of diverse students compared to the rest of SUNY. Right, because they're still down. They're relatively close to New York City. Mm-hmm. Um, that the air, that area of Long Island is, I would say, still pretty diverse, um, even though mm-hmm. uh, it, of that location. So he purposely wore that hat to incite um, something for students, right? And apparently, one of the deans 
came up to the custodian and said, you need to take that hat off. Now, of course, they didn't say it that, that way. They'd said it a lot more anger, angrier. Mm-hmm. And I'm pretty sure there was a few F-bombs there. <laughs> and the custodian refused to take off the hat mm-hmm. and decided to, to sue Suffolk County Community College. I bet he won, right? And, and he did win that case. Yeah, I've, I've heard he, that he case did, happen. Yeah. He did win that case. So, and he still has his job. I believe it. I believe it. Um, and this is something that's constantly been happening. Um, and you have, and, and, and it's, it's happening at colleges and universities across the country mm-hmm. where they're inviting these other, these, the folks from the other side. Mm-hmm. And, it, and it usually turns out, it usually ends up violent. Right. Um, and I'm not, I'm not calling for violence. Um, I'm just saying that's the reality of it. They show up and violence just seems to follow with them. Right. But they come, but they come in under this premise that they're coming for peace. When that usually, usually falling. that's the guys, right? Usually it's the guys. I'm yeah. curious. I'm curious too. Like, um, like folks like Jordan Peterson. I know he's got a lot of flack for going to universities and just speaking about the things that he's interested in, things that he um, talks about, and he tries to have that dialogue with people. And I've seen people acted very poorly just with him just trying to conversate with people it seems like it happens on both sides but then there's always the sneaky folks who get in somehow and they really stir up uh i know a muck but it's unfortunate because that place what happens is is that you have people who want to communicate and then the wrong message gets out and then there was no conversation to 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 carry on from there it just all you saw from the media was all the violence you didn't see the conversation You didn't see anything else that maybe would have led to something positive, nothing. So like you said, it's, it's a, it's unfortunate that that's what is, that's the residue that's left behind. You know, it's not a time. And I feel like, you know, I I might just be saying that because I'm, I'm in the, you know, a higher ed, I'm in an education program, but we have, we, we, we have, I see a growing number of young educators um, not only in CUNY, but, you know, I see pop, you know, I'm, I'm in these virtual meetings now. So I get to see people from, from other colleges and universities. And I'm very fortunate for that, that I see, you know, like, like-minded young, young folk, like I, like, like in my age. And even though we're not at the top, we're not, we're not directors yet. I, I think there's an understanding that we have of how we see these things happening and how, directors and presidents and provosts and you know how they're handling these situations poorly 